I have like a day now, it's me, Alan Smith, where we publish stories out of today's prison journal on Wednesday, August the 3rd. Uh, front page of paper today is a school's chronic overcrowding up for councillors. So the issue of overcrowding at an Aberdeen school will come before councillors next month. They will be asked for input on, a plans, on plans for a temporary classroom to be installed at Boxburn Academy. Uh, the second is a uh, burgeoning roll call. Um, has been a sharp focus of late, uh, with the, its projected number of pupils for uh, 2026 is 945, likely to be reached two years early. To accommodate the extra numbers of pupils, there are plans to erect a two-storey, eight-classroom uh, unit to help ease congestion. This will be put before councillors for approval in September, with Aberdeen City Council saying the units would take the immediate short-term needs for pupil accommodation. Um, however, uh, local leaders are unhappy with the proposals for the temporary structures, with Buxburn Community Council voicing their opposition and calling for a permanent fix. Uh, and education convener Martin Gregg has said careful thought was needed when it comes to tackling the school's overcrowding, and that the uh, longer-term needs of pupils also need to be considered. So, well, God, I must have thought that uh, Buxburn was going to be so popular, but um, not a place I care for myself, because... Uh, that is the place I remember when we come off a bus at a, a bind to um, play them at Fitbat. They shouted at us about him and Melchior Coos. So, uh, just mm, not overly keen in box burners. But um, I suppose they definitely need extra classrooms. I mean, they're um, maybe not the brightest, but they definitely need classrooms, I suppose. Now, here is a bid to bestow freedom of city on Aberdeen FC. So, um, Aberdeen FC could be granted the freedom of the city to mark 40 years since the side's historic Cup Winners' Cup victory in Gothenburg. The bid to recognise the club's milestone next year comes in what will also be the 120th anniversary of the Dons. The honour is uh, most commonly given to individuals like uh, Gothenburg mastermind uh, Sir Alex Ferguson, but it can also be bestowed upon organisations. And it comes after England's Lionesses were granted the freedom of London following their Euro 2022 triumph. It would put the Dons in the company of the likes of Leicester City and St. Johnson, which have been granted the same honour in recent times, uh, in the 1973 FA Cup winning Sunderland side. Um, Aberdeen City Council's Conservative Group says the accolade would be a fitting way to celebrate how the Dons have become a pillar of the community. Um, group leader Ryan Houghton is leading the calls. He said with the 40th uh, year anniversary of Gothenburg approaching, along with the club's 120th anniversary, it seems only fitting that Aberdeen Football Club is awarded their civic honour. Well, I would 100% agree, and, um, you know, a, a great idea. And if, uh, um, you know, the go ahead with and, and get it organised, I think uh, next year will be a, a, a big uh, celebration for Aberdeen, and hopefully by that time uh, the new players will be better in and we'll uh, win the league again next year. So if it better way to celebrate with them. Uh, you know, 100% behind this idea. Great, great plan. Now, here is a plan is lodged new for £4 million visitor centre at Dunnotter Castle. Uh, so, the team are in plans for a new £4 million visitor centre uh, with panoramic views of Dunnotter Castle has revealed work could start next summer. Owners of Dunnecht Estates have launched an official uh, proposal to build a dedicated facility that will transform the visitor's experience at the increasingly popular Clifftop Fortress. 
The project was first launched in uh, 2015 to address the long-standing issue as uh, Dunnottar Castle remains the last attraction of its size in Scotland not to have a visitor centre. It is expected the new facility will double the economic benefits of the castle uh, with gross value added predicted to uh, rise from 1.5 million to 2.9 million every year and boost visitor numbers uh, also helping the wider Stonehaven area. The final blueprints were uh, shaped following a consultation with local groups and individuals who had an opportunity to share their ideas on the future of the castle. So, um, George Pearson, Fast Family, bought the Notter Castle in 1919, said careful thought and consideration has gone into uh, not only the concept, but also the proposed design of the visitor centre, given its unique and historic setting. So, well, that uh, sounds uh, you know, very, very good, and uh, you know, I have been to Donor Castle, and uh, it's a marvelous, uh, marvelous setting, and uh, you know, well worth a visit uh, uh, just to see it. And um, you know, a better visitor center for if it's a mochy kind of day, you can uh, sit in and have a cup of tea, and you've come uh, trudged back for the castle, uh, would just be tip top. But um, yeah, here's hoping they get to go ahead and it uh, gets uh, uh, up and going and, and built a full weekend because. Uh, very sadly needed, I would say, because uh, the day I was there last time, it was um, hotter me folk, and um, again, there's no really, um, uh, well, I'm not going to it needs a visitor centre for it, could explain a bit more, and, um, you know, have a bit of coziness, and a, like I say, on a mocky day, so, good on him, fingers crossed it gets to go ahead and goes quickly. Now, here's a project that aims to keep water of life flowing, so, uh, researchers for the University of Aberdeen, have teamed up with the Glenlivet Distillery to provide environmentally sustainable solutions uh, at Chivas Brothers Speyside Distillery to combat water scarcity and protect whisky production. Uh, led by PhD student Jessica Fennell, the goal is uh, to prevent the closure of the distillery during dry periods by installing small dams in the landscape supplying the distillery to capture water during wet periods and distribute it when there is a dry spell. So, well, that uh, sounds like a very clever coin. And um, the last thing he went, uh, last thing he went is a distillery shut and down, because um, uh, you know it's obviously a very important thing for Scotland, and it's a uh, you know just the, the, the money it makes for for um, tourism and um, by exports, and I think it's um, very well needed, and um, as everybody cares. Whiskey is indeed the water of life, so um, hats off to this coin, and um, you know, it just shows you there's some university folk really are very clever, so well done, her. Now, a popular route is to feature in a new TV series, apparently, so the iconic NC500 will feature in a new Channel 4 documentary, celebrating it as Britain's most beautiful road. Uh, the new series, which will span four 60-minute episodes, will look at the highs and lows of Scotland's most scenic road. The 516-mile route uh, hugs the rugged coastline of the Highlands, beginning at the capital Inverness before travelling through the Black Isle and onwards up to Wick and Thurso. It then snakes across the northernmost point uh, on the British mainland before uh, crisscrossing the glacier-scarred west coast before cutting back towards Inverness. Uh, local businesses, including... Uh, Producers, firm shops, bakers and butchers rely on the popular NC500 to bring money into the small tunes dotted along the route. The NC500 is often seen as the ultimate road trip for Britons and uh, has experienced its busiest season yet. 
Um, some attractions along the route include uh, Bewley Priory, uh, Smoo Cave, uh, Corrie Shalach Gorge, and uh, the Hualigil Steps, as well as the numerous villages and whiskey distilleries. Um, the series will be shown through the lens of the Rangers, um, with the viewers getting a fascinating look into the inner workings of this iconic route. It is understood filming of the show is due to get underway in the coming weeks, so... Um, well, I have never actually been up in Runas Road, but uh, definitely on my list of things to do because it uh, sounds tip top, and I've never, never actually been up to Wick or Thorzo. I mean, uh, I was probably with a boy up at uh, worked in Thorzo, and um, I was a time I was up biding at Grunny's Hill and him in a caravan for a, a long weekend or something. And I said, "Oh well, I'm not far away. I'll be, I'll, uh, I'll nip out in the Saturday and I'll pop up and see you." But um, when I came out of Grunny's Hill and him and, and turning up the road. The first sign I come to says uh, Thorzo, 90 mile. So I just about turned and get back. So I says, well, I didn't like a mark much. But um, no, it sounds like a, a great route. And uh, maybe if you're getting a wee bit of off-season, uh, might be, you know, a lot more pleasant. But uh, certainly, uh, I've seen it looks a fantastic thing. So this will be a, a very good documentary to watch, I would say. Now I'll just finish up with Sport as Normal. And um, back page of paper day is kind of splendid too. And um, the half of City Bay Bardeen, it just says transfer target Ronan wins to buy the Wolves. So it says Wolves midfielder Connor Ronan admits he hopes he's done enough to prove to um, the Wolves boss that he should remain at the club this season. The 24-year-old is a key transfer target for Aberdeen manager Jim Goodwin for worked with Ronan at St Mirren last season. But um, he, when he was asked if he wanted to buy the Wolves, he says 100%. So, well, that's fine, laddie, if you... Um, when to get up a chance to play for the Dons, so that's entirely up to you. And um, but uh, you know, come on, Aberdeen. And uh, the other half of the the back page is a bad night in Belgium uh, for uh, Rangers. So um, uh, Rangers left with it all to do after a two nil uh, first leg defeat um, to Union Saint um, Galois in in the Champions League qualifying round. So yeah, bad then. Now, that's me done for the announcement. We publish stories of today's uh, presence or not on uh, Wednesday, 3rd of August 2022. So, um been an absolutely tip top day um, in Aberdeen today and in Aberdeen. Um, the, it was an overly sunny, but it was very, very warm indeed. And in fact, we was in at the beach as afternoon with our uh, grandson. And um, well, we was then seeing the new Minions film, which I would urge anybody to avoid if. Uh, if you're thinking of going to see it, and um, and then after that we had a, a thing about the beach, and it was like jam packed with folk at Aberdeen Beach today, and um, you know, him and, uh, and Nana was puddling about in the water, and uh, the water was like the warmest I've ever uh, felt it in Aberdeen Beach. It wasn't a perishing call. In fact, you would nearly say it was well, me warm, but it certainly wasn't a call anyway. So and. Um, the Aberdeen Beach, I must say, was the cleanest I think I've ever seen it. It was um, absolutely pristine, so it's a credit to the, the folk who look after the beach, for, if it's a councillor, if, if ever looks after it, there's a special group of folk, but um, it was a a credit to Aberdeen, I would say. Uh, Aberdeen Beach is absolutely fantastic. And um, a big ice cream cone after that, and uh, fits nature like it would have. So anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, 
the main thing is to uh, think of somebody that you can advise abroad, but they belong to Aberdeen or Aberdeenshire, and tell them about the Doric Express and tell them they have to listen. It's absolutely imperative, and they shouldn't miss another episode. So uh, if you can do that, I would just be tipped up. In the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Doodle. Both the constitutions speak the book for rules of them. Longfield, Nellfield, Manorfield and Tannerfield. Hearts of local stories that you believe in again.